Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Special Simulcast, the Neil Haley Show, and the Love is Podcast. I'm excited to welcome the host of the Love is Podcast, Kim Sorrell. Kim, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing great, Neil. I hope you are, too. And I am so excited to introduce our guest, my new friend. I love him, T. Martin Bennett. He wrote an incredible book after hours and hours and hours. I can't even imagine how many hours of research. And it is called Wounded Tiger. And it is so good. And it's going to be a movie. And uh, Martin, thank you. Thank you for being with us today. Well, great having you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I am curious. So tell us a little bit about the book so that people understand. But I'm curious how uh, how it affected you overall, too. Well, Wounded Tiger is a story of hope, ultimately. And, and it's a story of hope and hopeless situations. So, I mean, all of us have been in that place at some point or another, but not as bad as what happened with, you know, the guy who led the attack in Pearl Harbor. I mean, he could have died on many occasions, as you would expect. Uh, it involves a guy named Jake DeShazer, an American who ends up bombing Japan, becomes a prisoner of war, tortured, solitary confinement, people getting shot, people dying of exposure. His situation was hopeless. They expected all the prisoners of war to be just executed because they would tell on the Japanese the Covell family fled from the uh, from Japan into the Philippine Islands, and then they sent their kids to the U.S., and then they expected to be safe in the Philippines because MacArthur was there, 100,000 troops were there, but the Japanese came in, they flooded the island, and of course, you know, uh, MacArthur fled. It was a it was a, a total defeat, and so their lives were in danger. They fled for their lives, and they were being pursued by the Japanese. So everybody in this story was in dire straits and circumstances at one point or another, but and you think there's no way this can work out for good. It's just not possible, but yet it does. So my takeaway is there is no situation so bad that God doesn't have a secret way to make it work out for something amazingly positive. That is amazing. It's such an amazing story. Every bit of everybody's story, because it's not just one person. It's you're, you um, look at all three of the people that you mentioned. And how their lives intertwine and how they cross. And, you know, we don't hear a lot about the Japanese end of things with World War II. Most of the books and things out there are all about Hitler and what's going on in Germany. Why do you think that is? Well, there's a number of reasons. One is that Japanese culture is very distant from American culture. We're considered a Western culture. Germany is a Western culture, European uh, Japan is in the far, far east. That's one. Two, the Germans considered, they believed they were going to conquer the world, so they documented everything. So there's tons and tons of footage. The Japanese did not do that, so there's very little film footage. So any documentary you get is going to have the same old, you know, scant footage. They just, there's not much about that. But I think it's had to do with the, with the otherness of Japanese culture. We talk about the six million Jews uh, in concentration camps, but you hear very little mention of the 10 to 20 million Chinese civilians who were just executed point blank. It wasn't for war. It was just execution. Quite horrific and not really uh, mentioned much in the history books. But, uh, but a question I had when I was in high school, I, I wondered why did the Japanese attack Pearl Harbor? Were they trying to take over the United States? That didn't make any sense. Why are they out in Hawaii anyway? What's the, I didn't get it at all. And that really drove me on some of my research. And the more I learned, the more I figured out, okay, I get it. So a funny thing that a side effect that's happened with the book is when people are reading it from the Japanese perspective, being attacked by the Americans, 
I've had numerous people say they were kind of conflicted. Of they wanted Fujita, you know, to make it through this part of the war, and the Japanese, they were kind of like they didn't know who to root for, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because you get to know everybody so personally. Yeah, on once such you a know them, level. people, we 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 care about. Once we care about people, we want to see them succeed. But of course, we don't want to see someone succeed in doing something bad. I remember one time there was a, I lived in Tucson, Arizona, and a rabbit shot across the street, and then a bobcat shot across the street. And suddenly, I wasn't sure if I was rooting for the rabbit to get away or the bobcat to catch the rabbit. I was confused. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have been rooting for the rabbit because I like to root for the underdog. But, you know, I, I can see where there'd be a confliction yeah. with that for sure. So this book has been out, but this is a new edition. It's coming out on November 7th. What, what is the difference between this and what's been out yeah. there? Great question. So I began the research 15 or actually 18 years ago on this story. When I novelized the first time, I did, I just take the screenplay and novelized a book form. But when I came toward the second edition, again, this is back in 2013, I started gathering all kinds of new information, including photographs, and I started putting photos in. So between 2016 and this edition, uh, Fuchida's old, his Fuchida's son named uh, Yoshia died, and he had an entire catalog of thousands of documents and photos and everything that was bequeathed to Stanford University. And so I went out to Stanford and I spent a couple of days there and, and I went online as well, going through every single photo, every single document and finding things that are like, wow, I didn't even know these things existed. At the same time, there are hundreds and hundreds of changes and additions to this new book besides the new book cover. So one of the things we have I don't think anybody on the planet has. And that is when Fuchida was coming into Pearl Harbor, the code word back to the fleet carriers that they had achieved surprise was tiger, 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 or Torah, Torah, Torah. We all know those words, but we don't know what they mean. <clears throat> well, I've been working on this for years. I've never heard anybody mention that this telegraph, the physical piece of paper still existed. So one of my researchers found it in a museum in Japan and we contacted them to get permission to use it. And they were very hesitant. They said they want to make sure this was not an anti-Japanese book. So what we did is we sent them reviews from Japanese nationals, including the associate producer of The Last Samurai, a woman named Yoko Narahashi, quite well known and quite respected. And she loved the book front to back. So we sent those reviews to the museum. They said, great. They gave us a high resolution image. It's in the book. I don't think anyone has ever printed that before. And to see it in person while reading the book and seeing this stuff take place is like, wow, you feel like you're just there while it's happening and you're touching history. Wow, that you know, is so you know, cool. I, I was going to say something, Kim. You know, when you listen to this specifically history and how history brings up different things, to see that perspective as you talked about with the Japanese and kind of looking at it from the other side of ending a war that needed to be ended, but the, the the pain, the suffering everyone went through, I think it really gives you a good understanding and perspective of what war brings in this yeah, book. You see, you see two things in, in Wounded Tiger, the power of hatred and how it destroys individuals and nations, and the power of love and how that transforms people. And where does that love come from? That was Fuchida's question, literally, that he wrote down. Where does this love come from is a great question because it leads to a really great answer. You know, as you mentioned, uh, what was found in the museum and they finally let you use it, that is one of 300 or so, right? Um, Over photos 300, in the book. Yeah. 
So yeah. it's like that times 300. Like, Correct. Um, because so little has been around, that must have taken forever to it gather. I, my, one of my sons said, Dad, you got to put pictures in this. And I said, Tyler, you don't realize how hard it is to find these things. But he said, you got to do it. And he was absolutely right. So we went through, we found them. I went to universities. I went to archives. I went to museums. I sent emails, phone calls and everything to get these things. And some of these things took a long time just to get permission to get these things. And uh, we finally got it all done. And the net result is people say they just feel like they're there while these things are happening. Yeah, that's so cool. So getting permission, did you have any obstacles? Like, were there some things that you wanted that you didn't get permission to have? No, we we got everything we wanted. Uh, we had to pay for some of these things because they were copyrighted photos, but that was very few. Most of the stuff was just finding it in the first place. But when you come across these pictures, it's just like I said, you know, it's like finding gold of, wow. Uh, there's pictures I found that I did not even conceive that we would have a picture of such a thing. I can't say what these things are because they're kind of giveaways. But you'll see when you go through the book of like, that's amazing. Is that the place? Yes, that is the actual place. Wow, that's so cool. All right. So you've got this book and this and these incredible stories, and it's written much more like a novel than a history book. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because what happened was after I wrote the screenplay, screenplays are written in the present tense. You know, John walks across the door. John opens the door. Present tense. But fiction, nonfiction is written. You know, he did this. They did that. They went there. It's kind of like yawn. It's all you're looking at it from a distance. But fiction is all happening now. You know, the flames burst through the door. They screamed out, don't do that. And you feel very engaged. So what I decided to do was to use the format of fiction, but a nonfiction story. So they call it a nonfiction novel. This is what Truman Capote did in his book, In Cold Blood, decades ago, a nonfiction story. The difference is, not between mine and his, but the difference is that it's not just uh, artistic license making things up like Titanic and DiCaprio. That's a fictional story that takes place within the context of a true story. This is an all true story. And I really, I elaborated on the introduction of the new book because I wanted people to know how much went into the meticulous uh, research and verification and vetting of everything in this book to the point that I write. And I'll tell you now, the essence of every scene in this story is true and much is difficult to believe even for myself. I had to go back three and four times to just make sure, did that really happen like that? And it did. And it's, and it's fun, it's encouraging, but it can also be life-changing. Wow, yeah, no kidding. And I'd like to talk about that part of it. So great stories, uh, great true stories. It's a great book. It's so fun to read. You you know people that have sat down and read it in one sitting, even though it's a lot of pages, because it's so engaging. But it's also life-changing. There's also life uh, transformation that can happen while you read this book. Yeah, my yeah, my heart for the story is is <clears throat> I hope that people who read the book or see the film in the future would say I'm not as bad as those people are. They killed people. They you know did terrible things, tortured, and everything else. But somehow God came into their life and changed their life. If He can change their life, He can probably change my life too. What did they do and how did they do it? I want to know. And you see that in front of your eyes. It's not a teaching or a lesson. It's an example and a demonstration of how it all happens. Uh, it, yeah, it so true. People. Gives hope to people. Yeah, which hope? Hope is something that we so desperately want a better need. life? Who doesn't want to be happy? <laughs> no kidding. Who doesn't want hope for sure? And that's yes. what this is. 
Yeah. Well, so, and there's such such richness in um, how they even came to learn about Jesus or really figure out there is a God. Correct. So, I mean, you don't have to take my word for it. You can read the first chapters for free at WoundedTiger.com. You can read, I think, seven or eight chapters. And the book is not available yet. It's a, It will be available for a pre-order pretty soon at WoundedTiger.com. But it is a very positive story. I found it, it appeals to people, young, old, male, female, uh, people who are devout Christians, people who hate God and hate the Bible. One guy who read it was the head of an atheist club, and he loved the book and sponsored me on Kickstarter when I first started out. So you'd be surprised how many people find themselves engaged in this compelling story. That's amazing. It's amazing. Um, how did it change you personally? Like, what did this do for you personally? Well, <clears throat> you know, all of us have experienced things in our lives that are painful and we wish didn't take place. And in going through this story, I realized it's in that crucible of horrible conflicts that really the best things happen. That's where they happen. So I've learned to embrace things that are conflicts and difficulties because, you know, look at King David, his life, he's running for his life, living in caves, trying to figure out how to eat. But those were the best years of his life, writing the Psalms and all these accomplishments and all these beautiful things. When he's in the palace and everything's great, his life just goes downhill very rapidly. So it's like, you know, be careful what you wish for, because it's the it's that crucible of difficulties that really where the payday is and that uh, you, that's where the Lord really comes and does great and wonderful things. So I'm not looking for a difficult life. I am not. But when I go through these difficulties, I now embrace them. And that I'd say is how one thing has changed in my life from the, from the story. Wow, that's so cool. You know, you mentioned love earlier. And I'm curious your take on, on the love portion of it. Yeah, somebody asked me, is, this, is there a love story in this in this book. And I said, well, there is, but it's not your traditional romantic love story. And he goes, well, then it's not a love story. However, I've had people write and one of the reviews that I put in the front of the book from a reader is that it's the most powerful love story he's ever read because love is not really an emotion. It is a choice. And when people decide to do something to help others, that's a loving thing. A guy texted me today, he had a flat tire and he said the guy in whose house he was in front of came out there, helped him, bought him a new tire. He said, that was amazing. So love costs something, but the greater the offense, the greater the love. And so with Peggy Covell and Jake DeShazer, Fuchita, horrific things are being done. The amount of love it takes to overcome these things is gigantic. That's why Fuchita was asking, where does this love come from? Because Peggy was loving and went out of her way to love her enemies in a situation that most people would think they would hate them forever. So that is, this power of love is, is quite powerful. I had someone who read an advanced copy of the book, which you have right now. She said she was just surprised that she was just weeping tears over this story of how powerful and awesome it was. I've heard that many times. I had a grown man say, hey, Martin, this story is a really great story, but it kind of gets you. I said, what do you mean gets you? He goes, well, you know, and I thought, oh yeah, the emotions. Yeah, he was not prepared for that emotional response to this story. Yeah, and well, and that's love. I would imagine everybody has an emotional response to this story. And yes, then that is love. That was such a great explanation. I like that. And uh, what if you were to give some advice, you know, after after writing this, after knowing these people intimately, 
what what advice would you give to other people when it comes to love or it comes to other people love is a choice we can all make it and if you take that one step they say give them an inch you'll take them out but the lord does that if you give the lord an inch I will love my enemies or whatever the difficulty is. He will bring in the mile of progress that you think is impossible. I've seen it happen in this book. I've seen it happen in my life. And I'd like to see it in everybody's life because we all face people who we need to be, who we need to forgive. And we all need forgiveness as well. So it's a two-way street and it does nothing but good, but there, it requires uh, an element of humility to say, I've screwed up. I've, I'm, I'm a jerk. I should not have done that. And the Lord is close to the humble. He's far from the proud. So if you're humble, you've got blue sky in front of you. Everything is possible. All right. Fantastic. Best place people can pick up the book is go where? Well, woundedtiger.com. You can read the first chapters free and there's information to pre-order the book. It will be released on November 7th, but it'll be available to pre-order on the website. You can go to Amazon as well. You'll find it for pre-order in about a week or so. All right. That was a special simulcast of the love is podcast and neil haley show guys take care appreciate it everybody thanks so much for having me all right take care all right see ya bye bye